the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. Pencil case packed, lunchbox filled, school clothes on and here we await. Obligatory photo at the front door for family on Facebook and here we go back to school. Probably late, it's been a while, we'll get back into it. For obvious reasons, the return to the classroom after the summer break is a bigger event than usual this year. A lot remains uncertain, but teachers and health experts are united in wanting pupils back. TV doctor Ranj Singh has been assuring parents it is the right thing to do. School and education settings are the best places for children and young people. The last 18 months have taught us that all that disruption that they have had has had a massively negative impact on their education, their physical and their mental well-being. So we need to do everything we can to get them back as safely as possible. Our education editor Anna Davis is with me now. And Anna, unusually perhaps, I'd expect there may be quite a lot of pupils actually quite excited about going back to school this year. But once again, we're looking at a unique year because we don't know how things are going to transpire. No, we're starting again uncertain uh, about the future. Everyone, I think, now agrees that it's really important to keep the schools open. You know, closing them down is not good for children. It's not good for many things, but, you know, working parents and and routine, all that kind of thing. But actually for, for children themselves, keeping schools open has got to be a priority. And I think now that's understood. But yes, very uncertain what the um, environment will be like. We're starting off with no masks, no bubbles. All those mitigations that we had last year have been taken away. All we've got is in secondary schools, pupils have to take two lateral flow tests a week and the first two are being done in um, at the beginning of term in school and the rest are done at home but other than that in primary schools there are no uh, other than hand washing and opening windows there's nothing um, sort of firm that we had last term so it's a little bit unknown what what's going to happen and there are 
fears that the the levels are going to spike again possibly you know within weeks we could be back to back to masks and back to bubbles i think the key thing is uh, nobody wants the schools to shut is that a possibility though that schools might close Again. Again, yeah. There is a contingency threshold um, that the government, so it's sort of their plan B for if, if levels do rise and there are outbreaks in schools and there is the option for classes or groups of children to be sent home. But most people I speak to think it's unlikely that the whole school across the country will, will be sent home. Teachers themselves must be finding it difficult to organise their classes because looking ahead, we don't know if there are going to be exams at the end of the year. No, exactly. The government has always said that exams are, that they, they want exams to go ahead um, and they say they will, but we don't know anything about them. So we don't know exactly how students will be assessed. Uh, so, so people who are starting their courses now and they're taking their GCSEs or A-levels in two years time, we actually don't know if any mitigations will be made for the learning that they've lost in the last year or so. So the students who are, taking, who are halfway through their course and they're taking them in a year, know a little bit more but they're still very uncertain and there's still the worry that they might not be able to actually sit the papers and they you know teacher assessment is sort of looming over them teachers are often complaining that they don't have enough information and they don't have it early enough to properly plan and for those people that are going back something we've spoken about on the podcast before anna is that when pupils have gone back teachers have noticed changes in their personality and behaviour. So is that something that schools are going to be keeping an eye on as this year progresses? Yes, I think that's going to be a big challenge for them, along with all the other things that they, that teachers are, are going to have to do, such as the COVID tests uh, for the secondary school pupils and the catch-up work and reassuring parents about the safety of the school and restarting all the extracurricular activities, all that kind of stuff. The mental health problems that are probably going to emerge this term are seen as a, a big challenge. I was speaking to a head teacher this week who said he thinks it's one of the biggest things he's, he's going to have to do is the p- extra personal care and supporting students he said you know quite a lot of them are low level and they'll be able to be nipped in the bud with like an hour's chat with a grown-up like that could actually sort out you know some of their worries you know other people need help with getting back into the routine and structure after lockdown and they've had messy and chaotic lives and they need a bit of help with that but then there are also people um with eating disorders and self-harm who are going to need intense support and maybe help um, you know, with CAMs and schools are going to be looking out for that. So all the problems that happened or created in lockdown um, and nobody has yet seen properly are going to be uh, emerging as they come back to school. So there are clearly lots of problems, lots of uncertainties, lots of things that need to be ironed out. But overall, are teachers themselves glad to be back at school? Are they glad to have those classrooms back open again? Yes, I think all t- teachers go into the job because they love interacting, teaching children and it's so hard to do when everyone's at home in front of a screen and I think there is a, people feel grateful that you know that they can be back doing what they love um, but there are there are concerns and people are trying to take a common sense approach and not be reckless to, to, to try and make sure that they can stay and not have another disrupted year. There's more from Anna in the newspaper and at standard.co.uk. Follow our live blog to keep up with breaking news. And that's the Leader Podcast. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.